0: Hello, everyone, welcome back or welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Nalupumbwe. First of all, I'd like to start by saying thank you so much for your consistency. We have over 400 listeners, and I'm super excited for today's word, but I just wanted to appreciate all of you for your consistency. God bless you. Alright, so as you can see from the title, we're going to go straight into... chat so i just want to be real and just air out some very practical ways and just speak on singleness um in general of course who we'll have um great biblical um scenarios that um have helped and Um, along the way turned out to be very fruitful so you know we're not going to divert from what the word says but we're gonna get real you know singleness is actually a blessing and i've been wanting to speak on this but the lord finally said go ahead and best believe we're gonna talk and you know just allow everyone to just be calm and just You know, it's going to be good. Stay tuned. All right. So um, I basically will start by defining what singleness actually means. Um, It is not loneliness. Okay. Um, Singleness is just a phase. In one's life that um, requires um, personal growth and um, it's a season in an individual's life where they are not compelled to a partner. they are not bounded to someone they rather are solely invested in themselves and in their growth um they are not accountable to anyone whatsoever um, it's basically a season of transition where you know god begins to work on your heart that's if you allow him to that's a disclaimer you can be single and still feel worthless But then on the other hand, you can also be single and feel like it's the best thing that has happened in marriage. You just be like, let me not even speak of marriage. Just relationships is just like the icing on top of it, yeah? The worst part about, you know, rushing into a relationship is when you get into that relationship and you find out that, you know, you, sh- you actually not even find out. You wish you had worked on certain things, and you realize that you don't have time. You know, um, for women especially, we age is very very key. You know, we we are literally running behind time. If the women will understand, so if all a lady um chooses to invest herself in multiple relationships and never seeks time um, to discover herself, to discover her purpose. Um, You find cases where this is where women actually become very manipulative and they become very abusive, um, um, emotional abuse rather to the man. And this is, a stage where women will actually put pressure on the on the man to step up his game and whatnot when in actual sense the woman is battling with so much so she feels at ease when she decides to weigh or rather put everything on his shoulders and you know most times men can take that and they'll opt to cheat and everything Alright, so I'm saying a lot of things at once. Bear with me. I have not written down anything. I'm still in my um, singleness phase. So, this is very practical for me. So, I just decided not to even put it down because I'm still going through it. Amen. Yeah, so we're going to continue. That's basically the definition of singleness. from the start of how I put it. And I I really just want to um, make people understand that it's okay, as in, it's really okay. Um, it's not permanent. I think that's one thing that women... Because we're emotional beings, but not weak, but we're just very emotional. We tend to think if no one shows up now or in a year or in six months, you know, what's the point, you know? And um, you start to overlook things, and most times, some women even bypass the right people because they're so clouded in their judgment and social media and peer pressure and all those factors you know they'll just start to weigh you down and think you're not deserving and um, you start to think as though um, maybe there's no one good enough for you um, and everything that the enemy just tries to feed your mind thinking you're not worth it when you are actually very worth it I mean Jesus paid the price he paid the price for you he died on the cross for you it is not fair for us ladies to cheapen ourselves thinking um you know i it's 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 just a pastime or you know i Let me just get into this, that I don't feel lonely. Let me also know how it feels like to receive gifts on Valentine's Day. Or, you know, just to show people that even I can be loved. That's the wrong concept. If you're going to go into a a relationship with that mindset, you actually need to prepare yourself for heartbreak. Because men... (laughs) Men are very practical individuals you know they don't really get the time to process things the way women do they're very practical it's one two three go so if a man approaches you and you give him the 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 access firsthand best believe he's going to place you in a certain category And he's going to say, okay, okay, she's easy to get. She's she's cheap. All right, all right, all right. But one thing you need to know is that men... I personally believe worldly men, not kingdom men, okay? Worldly men gossip more than females. They just do it privately. But with women, it's like... I don't even know. Women would literally go to someone's house go to a friend's house buy food sit down and just talk about people and that's a very very wrong attitude but gossip gossip and how you can get rid of it and everything will be done in another podcast so i'm not trying to like mix the two so let's go on so we're going to get into scripture now just so that we can um be properly guided um on this very very special segment um on singleness um yeah all right so we're going to look at Ruth I'm not reading the whole scripture but um Ruth 1 basically just speaks of how um, Ruth uh, married one of Naomi's sons and um, before that Naomi was a widow her husband died and she was left with you know her sons and her daughter-in-laws and a few years down the line it wasn't even far yeah, a few years down the line, um, the two sons died, Malian and Chilean, however you want to pronounce that, anyway, her two sons died, and, um, she was left with her daughter in-laws, and, you know, she was so hopeless at that time, and she, she just felt like the Lord had given up on her, I hope we're, we're, we're following, yeah, so, She just felt like the Lord had given up on her and she didn't want to allow that burden she was feeling to be um, reflected towards the the daughter-in-laws. So she just told them, you know what, I am too old, I can't have more kids and even if I had more kids, are you going to wait for them to grow up and you know become men so that you can marry them <clears throat> you know that was a bit sarcastic but yeah um so she said that and then she was like you know i just leave it's it, it is well i will you know carry my load and i'll go back to my hometown um yeah and then there there was those ruth and what's the other girl's name is it opa or oprah something like that yeah the other wife or widower widow forgive me guys i'm literally closing my eyes while like imagining this scripture i yeah? am so forgive me yeah so opa left you know she gave the mother-in-law a hug and she left and ruth was a bit stubborn but i like that because you know she really understood what it meant um when god says you know i will when these when two people get married they become one you know and by becoming one even family you know you become one with person that you are married to and the family there you've you've been like brought in and she really understood that part so you know she told um Naomi and she was like no I will I will stick with you I will be with you you know paraphrasing again you're like a mother to me and your God will be my God, and um, what does she say? Your people will be my people, your land will be my land as well. And I personally feel like Naomi felt like sad, and she's like, "Is this girl? After everything that's happening, you still want to be with me? Like, you know? She, she. Was, she I'm sure she's just like confused. Like, why would you want to be with me? Like, you have nobody." and yeah they didn't even have kids before the men died uh, yeah this has just come to mind they didn't even have kids so she's just like ah, i have nothing to offer you still want to be with me but you know as scripture goes down 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 she was like um yes i will still be with you and she agreed and again, they decided to go back to their hometown, Naomi's hometown um, um, I believe the place is called Judah yes, and yeah, they started living there and then, you know, um, before they even started off um, Naomi heard that she had a relative and his name was Boaz and he was rich and a very wealthy man and, you know he had a lot of land and everything. Even. Yeah. And that's how, you know, one morning or afternoon, I don't know, um, Ruth um, told her mother-in-law, like, no, let me go to the harvest. Let me go and do these things and let me go work and, you know, let me go keep myself busy, basically. And it's that part where I want us to, like, draw the line so what happened here was Naomi was not drowning in her sorrow rather sorry Ruth was not drowning in her sorrow Ruth literally got up and went to the field you know she started working so as you are single I need you to analyze yourself what are you doing you know are you just a student because you know it's the norm now that after grade 12 i study get a degree get your paper that's not what i mean you know um university degrees papers these are just it's 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 now like mandatory so it's not really something that you can be um so relaxed that oh yeah i'm i'm getting my degree you know which is good but you know i need us to focus on why ruth you know got back on her feet and decided to work you know she didn't even know there was a blessing behind you know her work and her hard work so um as scripture goes um goes on um ruth started to work you know she started to pick up corn and um it so happened that one one morning or one day i believe the time she went i I believe she's been going i i really i'm really trying to understand this scripture i don't think it was that one time she went and boom she found boas i need you to understand that you know as you constantly pursue the things of God, and you're constantly um, trying to work on yourself, Like it has, there should be a consistency in that. And Ruth was consistent, and the scripture goes on to say, um, it so happened that um, while she was in the field, um, that field belonged to Boaz. So... You can imagine, like, as you are trying to, like, do your thing, you know? Anyway, let's go on. So, sometime later, Boaz himself arrived. And, you know, he came to greet the workers and, you know, just check on his field, you know, as the man in charge, you know? And then he asked the man in charge, and he was like, who's that young man, you know? And then... The man answered and said no this is a young moabite and uh, she just came with naomi then he, he um she asked me to follow her um and help her pick up some corn um she's been working since early morning now this part again she's been working you see that part you have to have you have to be doing something for you to be found trust find something to do that i believe god bless everyone with a unique skill you know there are those who are very very um who have rather courses that are very demanding in fact, then it's fine you know like invest in what you know will produce fruit. So if you're, if you're doing a course that's like really, like it's a lot, then, you know, keep working on that, you know. And you'll be noticed. <laughs> so in this case, Ruth didn't even know that her next man was noticing from afar. She just kept working. She just kept working. And then um, Boaz approached Ruth and... You know, he said to her, "Let me, let me give you some advice. You know, don't pick up the corn anywhere except this field." He already secured. <laughs> oh man, I hope you're taking notes. Yeah, so <laughs> he, yo guys, I don't know if you guys are seeing what I'm saying, but yeah, he told Ruth, and he was just like, you know, what? let me give you advice. Don't pick. Going from anywhere meaning he didn't want Ruth to be seen by other men he said you s- stick around here stick just stay here and you know work with the women here just watch them and um, just make sure everything is okay and then he goes on to say I have ordered my men not to molest you. They will not touch you. And whenever you're thirsty, go and drink from the water jars that they have filled. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> when a man wants you, yeah? First of all, he will notice you from afar. Second of all, he will protect you. And in that protection, at most times, He will look at those around you and, you know, he will make his move clear. And that's what Boaz did. He said, I've ordered them not to molest you. Meaning, the men working at the field used to molest the women who were around, you know. And Boaz knew that these women have been molested by my, my, my servants. But the moment he saw Ruth you know he put his foot down and he said this one don't you dare touch her and they didn't anyway so yeah <laughs> and then this is very interesting what Ruth did so Ruth <laughs> Wow Ruth bowed down with her face touching the ground And said to Boaz, why should you be concerned about me? Why should you be so kind to a foreigner? So, in verse 10, Ruth to verse 10, so that we're on track, we're together. She bowed down, her face touching the ground. That just shows respect honor, submission, and dignity. I'm not going to explain all of them, but you guys know a little bit about what I've just said. So, bowing her face, she wasn't told to bow down. She knew she had to bow down to the ground, you know. And it just showed how she honored the man. She respected the man, I mean, he owned the fields, you know, and dignity, meaning she regards herself, you know, and she knew she's just she, she knew that she wasn't just any type of woman, so there's some dignity there, and um, most importantly, there was submission, and you know, sometimes submission is not used only when you're married you know you submit to people you honor wow that was powerful take note and say anyway no, no 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 let's go let's go let's go let's go so um boaz answered and he said i have heard about everything that you have done for your mother-in-law since your husband died i know how you have left your father and mother and your own country and how you came to live among a people you had never known before may the lord reward you for you have for what you have done may you have a full reward from the lord god of israel to whom you have come for protection so guys i think i'll stop here but yeah may the lord reward you for what you have done so you can imagine after what she did, he kind of returned the favor and he honored her as well, you know. He also respected the fact that she was strong enough to leave her own country, you know, for a man who is not even alive. But he did it because he loved her, he loved her, sh- she loved her mother-in-law yes she loved her mother-in-law and she did all this and she came and then um you know her response was you're very kind to me sir you've made me feel better by speaking gently to me even though i am not equal of one of your servants guys i could go on and on on this scripture but you know i'm sure we've learned something from this that um Even when you're single even in your you know even even though you're like in the waiting because you know singleness is basically waiting you're in the waiting process and in the phase and god is god is trying to shape you you know before you were saved or before you you know got to know the truth about god you Had a certain identity that you thought was you, and now God, you allowed God to start scraping off the eggshells and the scales that you know you put on yourself because you didn't really know who you were, and that takes time. You have to be patient, you know, for God to present you to the man He's ordained for you. You have to be prepared for him. Because it would be very sad if, you know, Boaz already is prepared. And if Ruth came in unprepared, you know, she was still bitter. She was still hurt. She was still mourning. Um, She was still grieving. She was still doing all these things. She was not going to see the blessing that God had for her. You know, because of her faithfulness. To her mother in law, you know, God knew that there was going to be a blessing behind it. But then Ruth had to trust God and she had to, you know, stick to the covenant she made with her husband saying, you know, I will stick with you, I will be with you. There's a reason why the Bible says a man and woman will leave their father's house and, you know, the two shall become one. And she literally took that literally. And look at where she ended. Fast forward the last scripture, um Ruth and Naomi were on a plan and you know, after the 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 party, um there was a party that was happening and then, you know, Ruth was told to like lay or rather rest at his feet while he was um I don't know drunk I think yeah and yeah there those there was some form of plan there but all in all there was a real blessing behind it and you know this just goes to show that you know your singleness and how you invest in your alone time does not go in vain it doesn't you know I will end here, you know, um, on the story of Ruth. And I hope we've picked up a few things. And I hope certain scripture or certain parts of scripture have just, like, opened your eyes differently. As opposed to what you'd hear. Like, oh, no, Ruth and Boaz, Boaz, my Boaz, my Boaz. Even though he's your Boaz, whoever is your Boaz, you know, won't just pick someone who's pretty but doesn't want to make use out of what god gave her and what god's plan is so if you don't know your purpose yet in life you know you don't know what you need to be doing you don't know you know you don't even understand um you walk with Christ it's going to be very very hard for you to adjust yourself later on you know that's why it's very good to give it your all give everything to God especially when you're single like there's so many advantages but I'll get to that very soon but you know Ruth's story is very very humbling and I'm very, very inspired because it just goes to show that hard work really does pay off, you know. And sometimes you don't know a blessing is coming. That's the thing. She never knew the person she was honoring and everything was actually the person who God ordained for her. She didn't know. So sometimes it's okay if you don't know who your person is. God knows and most times God speaks to the man before the lady. Sometimes the ladies know before the man, but it's 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 rare because he has to do the finding. So it's really rare if God speaks to the woman first. But if God speaks to the woman, best believe the woman won't do anything. She'll keep it to herself. We'll keep it to ourselves because we know that it's not our place to pursue. It's not our place to shoot our shot. It's not our place. I know it's the 21st century, but it's really not our place to do those things. So that's why I'm saying most of the times God speaks first to the men, saying, mm, This one, this sister, pursue or get to know her. I don't know how God speaks to men. I'm just trying to give examples but yeah so all right so right about now i'm gonna do a few questions i um these are actually self-assessing questions so i'm basically gonna um um point out a certain question and then you as an individual you begin to assess yourself yeah i hope okay yeah yeah so that's how it goes all right so the first question that every single person um needs to ask themselves is the why why are you single? Why have you chosen to um, wait? Why are you single? you know um, It's very very important to know who you are and to know the phase that you're in right as Elia mentioned but it's also very important to know why you've chosen to set yourself apart from you know everyone you know you for some you're probably surrounded by a lot of your close friends who are in relationships healthy relationships good relationships and for some of you who are older um some of your close friends are getting engaged they're getting married and what whatnot but then you need to ask yourself the why you know um are you doing enough You know, um, if your partner were to come, what would they benefit from you? You need to ask yourself those questions. How far have you learned or how much have you learned rather in um, establishing yourself? And is it enough reason for you to remain single or not? These are very, very key questions that we need to ask ourselves because... Uh, Many of the times people are led because of peer pressure and they're led because of um, trends and whatnot. But then, you know, even the Bible says that all these things shall pass as well. So the big question is the why, you know, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for yourself or you're doing this to get back at someone? Are you doing this because you want to have a better relationship moving on? or you just want to pass time and wait until you're like 25 and then get married you know all these questions are very relevant and very necessary um in asking yourself and if you are younger or rather in your 20s it's 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 a good time to actually really bring up the big questions and you know sometimes you don't really need to discuss this with anyone it's it's a personal it's a personal assessment, you know. You don't need anyone's um clarity because you know yourself. You know what you want, you know what you're looking for. So the why is very very important and I believe every single person needs to you know, from time to time they need to start asking themselves this question. I feel like it's good to ask yourself these questions every year. Because you know, each year comes with a different agenda. You know, if you're in high school, your agenda is to pass and go into uni. If you're a final year student, your goal is to pass and start work. You know, we all have different journeys, and that's why I say it's very important to ask ourselves these questions and not put it out there and make it a discussion ask yourself this question before you can seek clarity from others it's very important to also have group um, discussions like um, you know connect groups and just try to get people's opinion but doesn't mean their opinion has a valid say on your life right yeah so we're going to go to the second question so the second question every single person needs to ask themselves is what am i going to do in my period of singleness remember singleness is a gift and we need to utilize this gift um accordingly so um first of all like i said this is more like a discussion so you know i'm just going to try and like loosen up and just interact based off of real life principles that I have learned because I'm still in the waiting, right? Yeah, so what are you going to do in your singleness? Um, you need to sit down, get a journal or even a notepad and just try and put things down on paper, okay? What are your goals for this year? What do you want to achieve? Mind you, if you have this whole idea of this hard working boas type of guy and you want him to be rich and you want him to have a car you want him to be godly as well you want him to do all these things but then are you are you his ruth you know it's all those questions that you know we need to ask ourselves and so um in the what question you need to start getting practical in your goals your visions your ambitions you know it's one thing to voice out what you want to achieve but it's another thing to actually put your foot down and make that step make those actual steps in achieving that right so um the what i'll give you a few tips on how to like journey with the what type of questions so first of all what do you want to achieve so it could be um financially it could be spiritually it could be academically it could be business related um i'll start off with scripturally i mean spiritually um first of all if your goal is to build a stronger relationship with um, jesus and um, a stronger relationship with god and to possibly, for others, even hear God's voice and hear him better, and also build a very close and intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. you know it's it's nice to say these things, you know it's nice to it's nice to say these things, but then it's another thing to actually live what you're saying, like practice what you preach, yeah. So if you want these things, if you want this journey, rather, what steps are you doing to actually back up your words you know are you going to church are you reading the bible most importantly are you saved you know have you put in certain measures that you know even if the son, if the son of man were to come you know would he look at you and say oh my good and faithful servant you know how precious are you you know well done you know like the saying that always goes um, we're living in a borrowed time you know I agree because this earth is really not our home and but then we've been given the gift to live in it and we've been given the pla we've, we've, we've been given the platform rather to enjoy life according to scripture so what are you going to do with this life that you've been given are you going to wait for you, man, to come and show you what how to, you know, do certain things, and one thing that I just need to clarify is that, during the process of singleness, it's the only time where you actually have full control over your life, literally, you can tell yourself, okay, you know what, I'm tired, today, I'm just gonna take a day off, you know what, I've made enough money from work, I, you know, I, saved up all my savings and i'm just gonna fly to america and i'm just gonna be there for two weeks and i come back or rather you can be um working and you buy a house and you're like you know what today i'm just going to throw a party at my house when you're in a relationship you're accountable to someone you know your partner literally has to know your every move and there has to be an agreement on certain life decisions. You can't just throw a party when you know your partner is going to be very uncomfortable. You can't just choose to go get your degree outside, you know, outside the country knowing very well that you have a partner who loves you and needs you. So it's all those things where you have to just start thinking and saying, okay, this is a blessing that I'm single. Let me do what I can so that even when God blesses me with... Um, whoever it is i will not feel like i'm caged i won't feel like i'm locked up and now i can't live out my life no so by the way you live your life with um dignity and you have to live your life according to how god has set it for you that's why it's always important to know your purpose in life know why god placed you here know your your direction yeah don't just leave it recklessly so moving on shall we go yeah so it's all these things that we need to ask ourselves like what am i going to do so like i earlier stated saying you know when you're single you have power literally over no one's going to tell you you can't do that you know you can literally choose to be offline the whole day of social media and no one's going to say anything. But when you're in a relationship, you know, you have to communicate, you have to say, okay, you know what? I've had a long day, I'm going offline. You know, if that person agrees, then he's agreed. But if that person um, doesn't feel it's necessary for you to be offline for such a period, you'd be like, okay, maybe just take two hours off. I'll need to talk to you afterwards. You know, communication just like that. So make the most really out of your singleness. You know, I know that times where it gets rough, you know, February is a tough month for singles, but it only gets tough if you make it tough, you know. Honestly, one thing that I told myself is, if it's going to be Valentine's Day, I'm my own Valentine's, period. I'm going to take myself out, I'll buy myself a slice of cake, I'll do whatever I can do to, you know, to make myself happy because... I'm not going to allow someone to make me happy when I know I'm not happy with myself. Like, that's an error. It's an error. It's wrong. It's wrong because when that person slips up, when that person disappoints you, you're going to feel like life is worthless. You have no meaning on this earth. No. You know? No one's perfect. So, um, it's very important that you understand that side of singleness and relationships. So... What are you going to do in your period of singleness you know are you going to sit and wait and not achieve something that you know even your partner looking back he can be really proud of you like wow i wasn't even in her life and she achieved all this you know you need to start to think in that direction yeah so i think these are the really really foundational points that singles need to carry with them before a partner steps in yeah and um, based off of the what questions I think it's also important for singles to start saving you know um, build start building foundational relationships you know you know the the saying that goes show me your friends and i'll show you who you are it's a very very um common saying but there's actually some great great wisdom towards it um i think it's also very important to position yourself as a single person you know What I mean by position yourself is assess your surroundings, your location. Where are you found, you know? What do you do on the weekends? How do you spend your free time, you know? Um, what do you read? What do you feed your mind, you know? How do you keep yourself busy? Because um, whether we like it or not, everyone is trying to, you know attract meaningful um, relationships especially um, relationships relating to love you know because one of the greatest institutions that God created was the institution of marriage so best believe a, a man a serious man <laughs> a godly man because that's what um, we need yeah yeah so a godly man he's, he's doing his thing you know He's loving the Lord, he's, um, he's focusing on his vision, his, 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 his brand, you know, the path that God has for him and because of the sacrifices he's made and certain things that he's, he's placed in his life, he's not going to bow down to anything that is less than what he has invested in you know so you also need to have that mindset saying okay this is the type of partner i need now because i need this type of partner i know you need this type of woman so i need to become this woman so that even when we cross paths he will know that i've been the one he's been looking for all along so what are you doing you know you need to really be selfish also in this season, you cannot tolerate anything that comes your way. You can be nice, and like my pastor always says, you know, if you don't like the if you don't like the guy, you know, you can just politely decline and block. I know it sounds funny, but it's really helpful. If you don't like the person and you know this person will just disturb you and this person will keep bringing this up when you know when he both you both know that equally you know, you're unequally yoked. So just distance yourself and decline and leave and block. If it gets too much, block the person. So those are the steps that you need to start putting, you need to start drawing the lines on all types of relationships, everything. Make sure no one comes inside that space that um, can only be filled by God no one should ever even have that right to come into that space that only God can take up you know Yeah. so I think on the what questions it's a very very vast and broad question but I think this will help a lot of singles especially the, the young ones who are listening to this that don't rush do not rush you know you have time you really do have time if you're in uni and you're in first year, please don't 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 get carried away you know I, 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 personally from my assessment and from the advice I've received, if you are in first year university, I think get to at least third year at least you know you you know in third year you'd have matured enough to know the different types of personalities that are around and whatnot. you'd have seen what it is to make your own decisions and to be not not fully independent but slightly. you know you'd have known how you know society r- r- runs and works. Yeah, so I personally think that as a single, Please don't rush. And if you're in first year, just... Just... Relax. (laughs) Relax. I know there's so much peer pressure and everything, but... You really have nothing to lose, you know? Yeah. You'd rather be single and enter something that's very meaningful... Rather than you just destroying your heart posture and... Your mental state and getting into a depression or because of a relationship that lasted close to four years five years and in the long run you realize this wasn't your person in the first place so heartbreaking so so heartbreaking so yeah this is this is the what question yeah the last question but not the least is how to continue waiting now this is a question that is very very hard to ask yourself sometimes you know just to be realistically speaking we are human and humans are very emotional especially ladies men are very practical but women are very very emotional and women tend to think a lot you know there's some of you you're doing everything right you know you're loving the lord you're going to church you are assessing your situation you are you know doing all these things that you know if you you were to be found you'd literally be you know someone who they would refer to as um i'm so grateful and i'm so lucky to have her but then you know the waiting process is also a very very hard process to maintain that is why you see if some people if they are single for um three four months and now they just get tired of it and they're like i want to be loved again i want to be i want i want i want this again i want i want that you know but then now you start to realize that you are slowly shifting and diverting your mindset from why you told yourself it's necessary to be single you are now running away from what you Specifically, put as a foundation for you you need the Holy Spirit to guide you the best this is the best part of the whole pod, podcast because if you remain single without the Holy Spirit and without communion with God then you were not actually waiting. You were actually allowing yourself to be lonely. That's the reality of it, and that's true. So for some of you, you're like, wait, are you trying to say I'm lonely? If the Holy Spirit is not active, is not fully active in your life, you can't even sense it, you can't even hear or discern the voice of God. It's hard for you to pray. It's hard for you to do all these things. But you still say. You know what? I'm going to be single. Because the Lord told me to be single. Are you sure you're hearing the Lord's voice? Or you're listening to the enemy saying. Be lonely. ah, Just be lonely. You know. One thing you need to know is that. There are two voices. In this world. When you're praying. There's the voice of God that is. Open to speak to you, and there's the voice of the enemy that is quick to speak to you as well. So that is why you need to discern and you need to pray, and it's an everyday process. There's a saying that um, one of my favorite ministers says, and he says, Holiness is a walk, but salvation is a gift. So when you receive that gift of salvation, you have to ask God to help you walk in it this is why you hear some people backslide they do all these things because they failed to journey they failed to walk for some of you you're probably surprised like mm, we're expecting her to fall after three months but she's still running with God why it's because every day I will always ask the Lord I'll say Lord Today is a new day. Yesterday I was with you, but today I want to be with you again. Holy Spirit, yesterday I heard you, but I want to hear you more again. Again and again and again. And you see, months will pass by. Days will pass by. Years will pass by. And you still have the same fresh fire. If not, a deeper revelation in, 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 in God and in the Holy Spirit Amen. So my advice to you singles is that you cannot do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. Because if you think you can, you're actually allowing yourself to be lonely. And that's not what God wants for you. God wants to be there with you. God wants to see you see you through the same way the same way God blessed those women in the Bible with um, children with good marriages you know Sarah waited for I don't know how many years she was like over 90 years old and she got her first child you know Ruth was still mourning her husband but God remained faithful and he brought another man in her life you know all these things, you know, for ladies, I need you to know that you are the prize. You are the prize. You know, God made Adam and he said, I like this, but ah, again, it's not good. Look at him. He's laughing with the monkey. Look at him. He's playing katach with a zebra. Ah, uh-uh. It's not good. Let me make someone who's like him, you know, someone who compliments him. You know, And there is when I'll say, it is done, it is finished. And that's how God took Adam. Adam didn't even know that up here what God is trying to do is bring someone for me. He just got Adam, put him in a deep sleep and made woman out of man. And the moment Adam saw a woman, he said, finally, bone of my bone. So for women, I need you to understand that you are the ones that men are looking for. You are the missing part into their lives. Men cannot do this life and vision purpose thing without us, because we carry a different grace. We carry wisdom. You know, we're very, very powerful. You know, I know um, the story of Adam and Eve ended or ended. It ended up in them sinning, but then there's also a revelation behind it. I want you to know that women are powerful, and if you're a guy and you're listening to this this should be an eye opener as to whom you choose who are you choosing who are you choosing to run this life with you you have to be wise you need to find a wise woman because if at all Adam could do it on his own you know he would have but God saw it and he said he can't this this one needs a woman and Women are very, very key in destiny, in purpose, in everything. And one thing that I have, the revelation behind the story of Adam and Eve is that Eve, Eve was talked to by the serpent and the serpent lured her into sin and she agreed. And she now found ways to talk to Adam saying, ah, Adam. Okay, all these other fruits are nice, but like I think uh, th- that that, that that this one is telling me, I, I think it's sweet. Look at the color. Have we ever seen that color before? Let's taste. You've seen. And that's how they ate the fruit from the tree of knowledge. And that's how Adam agreed and he ate. So for women, we have the power to influence our men. That is why for a woman, if you're single, take your time. Because... <laughs> that we 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 carry something you know we carry generations we are the ones who are going to give birth to you know children and these children will carry our husband's names so i know this is deep but i need like all of us to really imagine this and i i really want us to be very very practical in how we choose to handle situations what voice are you listening to women you know what are you? What are you feeding yourself? You know, yeah. So, and then for the for the ladies, I really I really want us to remain calm and at peace with whatever season that God has ordained for us. Because when the time comes, it will not even be stressful to you know start asking yourself questions. No, am I am I with the right man? You will literally just find this peace. So. I just wanted to share that revelation that I got from that scripture, and I really, 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 really hope that you know you as men and women are taking, are going to start rather taking active steps in taking advantage of your singleness. It's very, very important. You know, you can't talk of marriage without at least. phase of singleness you can't talk of courting uh, with at least a phase on how you know you got there you know why are you your partner's blessing you know what did you do to become that blessing yeah Mm -hmm. podcast and i'm so so grateful if you tuned in it has truly been an eye-opener to myself also you know i've learned a lot from this and i hope and pray that you also start to readjust your life and um you start to put things in order before he or she shows up amen so Um, if you'd like to ask a few more questions, please, please, please reach out to me on my social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I will leave all the information in the description and I hope you guys have a fruitful week and God bless you all. Thank you.